Vet bills can be expensive, but Spot Pet Insurance can give you up to 90% cash back on vet bills, so you can worry less about high vet bills. Yep, up to 90% cash back on vet bills for unexpected accidents, illness, and even routine care. And with Spot Pet Insurance plans, you can go to any vet you want in the U.S. or Canada. There's no network you need to stick to, so visit your favorite vet and you can save money on expensive vet bills. That's Spot Pet Insurance. It's no wonder Spot is America's favorite pet insurance. Visit SpotPet.com for a free quote today. For all terms, visit SpotPetIns.com sample-policy. Spot Pet Insurance plans are underwritten by either Independence American Insurance Company or United States Fire Insurance Company and produce Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. This is an independent ad from Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. We got new boots, and I'm so thrilled. They're Tacova's boots. And you know why I'm so excited about getting Tacova's boots and why I was so happy to get mine why? in the mail? Because why? the girlies from Potomac went to the Tacova store in the most recent season of Real Housewives of Potomac, and I was like... If Robin and Karen have Tacovas, I want Tacovas. Well, I have a good reason too because I've been doing a bunch of line dancing and I didn't have any cowboy boots, and so I got my Tacovas. Oh. And let me tell you, the difference it makes to be dancing in cowboy boots huge on the line dancing floor. That's amazing. Oh yeah, so you can really smack the floor and swing around. You need cowboy boots. Yeah, I didn't get cowboy boots. I got Chelsea boots, but they're great. They're brown. Oh my god, I can't wait to see them. They're just I like. Taking them on and off, they're so lovely. They're kind of a beautiful leather. They're beautiful leather. Well, they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. They've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. It's true because cowboy boots can be a little bit hard to mm -hmm. break in. Yep. You know? Yep. Mine, I was swinging around, no pain. <laughs> no pain. And Tacova's is Western to their core. They offer a bunch of other head-to-toe Western staples like trucker jackets, the perfect jeans, performance pearl snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it. They'll get you outfitted. They believe in Western for all. And you can feel that when you go into their stores. When you walk in, you'll be greeted like family. I saw them do it to the girlies from the Real House of Potomac. It seemed like they were being greeted like family. You'll be offered a boot shine and a drink. Yes, even the hard stuff if you prefer. And you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. But if you can't make it into a store, Tacova's delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. You will say that. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And I'm not recording out of a car today. <laughs> Congratulations. That's fun. Oh, although... You're still on vacation, I, though. That episode... Oh, God, don't remind me. It's not even vacation anymore at this point. I know. Um, I feel like you always do this. You well, overestimate we, like, how long we stayed you... a couple days because we thought it would be cheaper, but then the people we were going to end up staying with for free couldn't do it, and so then we had to get a hotel anyway. So it's so not being cheaper hotel? than the flight. Yes, it's like I can't even get into it. Oh, um, guys, well, it's to fine. be fair, it would not be a you guys vacation if something like weird and uncomfortable didn't happen. Oh, m more things went wrong. Let me tell you about it. What but happened? I will tell you about it on the Patreon actually. Oh, okay. Um, that's such a that good, wasn't even a. That's such a good promo for the Patreon. I know. I just, <laughs> I just realized it was. It wasn't even intended to be that good. It just, oof. 
it's just such a long story. I mean, we also do like talk in real life, though, too. Just if if anyone thinks it's like we either talk (laughs) on the podcast or the Patreon, like it sounds, that makes us really sound not great. We only spill the tea when the mics are on. (laughs) Like I see Bobby and I'm just like, can't talk to you. (laughs) Gotta save it for the Patreon. (laughs) Pulls out our portable recorder. Dish it. Um... So, Lindsay, you didn't go to Jake and Jake Paul and Tana Manjo's wedding. Why not? I was invited, but I decided yeah, to forego. Well, first of all, I got invited two weeks ago to a wedding that was happening two weeks later in at a sugar factory in Vegas. I've made it pretty much, yeah. you know, I feel like getting invited to weddings when you're, you know, a certain age, you're kind of like, I got to pick and choose. And Jake and Tana's wedding did not, you know, really pass all of the... It didn't meet, it didn't meet your list of... Um, requirements? I just, you know, I just felt like it was very selfish of them to invite me to the reception at a sugar factory. I, you know, it didn't ask me if I wanted chicken fish or salmon or whatever you're supposed to ask. Sorry, I know fish is a, salmon's a fish, but it didn't, you know, I didn't get, I wasn't offered a plus one, you know, like a date or whatever. Just this wedding was just not for me, sorry. I don't think. I'm sorry. I wish you could have gone. <laughs> no. It looked beautiful. It looked beautiful. Looked there was disgusting. a brawl at the end. <laughs> you may kiss the bride. Well, it's kind of what we expected. A fight broke out during Jake Paul and Tana Mojo's wedding. I'm so excited. The YouTube stars tied the knot in a totally low-key, totally casual, no-big-deal ceremony on Sunday in Las Vegas. Just kidding, it was a freaking rager. They drew hearts on the outside of some building, disgusting silhouettes, their Instagram hashtags were, I mean, their Instagram usernames were everywhere. I heard they left separately from the actual they wedding. Left separately. I heard they were there for the an end. hour. I saw that the live stream that people paid $50 to watch was not working and people were complaining. It really just seemed like the exact mess you would expect from a wedding planned in, you know, a few weeks. Yeah, that may or may not be a publicity stunt because I also saw that, you know, that quote, as of publishing time, there were no marriage license applications or registrations under either Jake or Tana's name in Las Vegas. What the fuck? (laughs) You mean this wedding isn't real? I love you, Jake Paul. So I'm making you this video, which is really weird. I actually can't even imagine you watching it. And if you watch it in front of me, I'll probably run away because this is really fucking cringy. But got to do what you got to do on your wedding day, you know? I mean, this seems like a stupid thing to say, but I do – I'm baffled by this. I'm baffled by this. What do you mean? And I, even just like, it's a publicity stunt, I don't know that that explains anything. What do you mean? What is the end game here? Pu- like, pu- because cloud. even if it's because even if it's fake, they would how cloud. do you reveal that it's fake? Well, it doesn't matter whether it's fake. It's like they're wrestlers and this is the plot line. And she has an MTV show and this is the plot line. You know, it's, it's very – I just think it should – it should at least be real if you're going to put all this work into it because then just get a real divorce. Well, I think that they might actually – but that's what I think is – I think it's fake. Hmm, how do I explain this? First of all, we talked about this, but I think it went on the Patreon. But like Tana, Mojo, and Jake Paul are YouTube people, and that's why we're calling mm-hmm. this wedding a WWE plotline because I think they had mm-hmm. said – previously or someone had said um his brother logan had said previously that a lot of their stuff was kind of like made up for the for the clout for the stunts for Mm -hmm. the for the narrative but i agree with you like marriage is so no offense pointless that you could just get married then get divorced like who fucking cares yeah it's quick it's easy and i mean i guess there could be like weird things i mean when you're both rich maybe it's it's 
a trickier situation, but like get a lawyer I involved. I don't know. I think that they do. They did actually get married, though. Whether or not, I mean, w- whether or not they got, the, I think they're li- they're lazy and they maybe didn't get the. Uh, I think they're actually getting married, is what I'm saying to you. And the fake yeah. thing is the idea that, like, they've dated for two months, they're getting married, and it's going to be lol. And if they break up, mm-hmm. then they get divorced. Do you know what I mean? Because it doesn't matter. And to spending. Them. And you know, now that I think about it, spending $50 on a live stream is extremely pay-per-view boxing sort of thing. It really is, though. But at least when you pay for pay-per-view, you get like good shots, good sound, good, you know, they're they're playing to the TV. These two were not playing to their live stream. No. But people paid anyway. People paid anyway to see this and to, and, and, and press, not me, but other press went to that fucking sugar factory and interviewed tana and interviewed jake and did whatever i just feel like uh, that stack of cake pops at the sugar factory were it was so depressing I just feel like they were also late to the wedding get mad at these two because you're like they're not telling you it's not fake do you know what i mean like they're not even if they're saying we really do love each other they're not lying to you about anything really no you know what i mean you they're s- not pretending to not be dumbass <laughs> assholes you know Right. It's very like you can't really do the fool me once, fool me twice. Like they fooled us so many times that like they're no longer fooling us anymore. And it's also just like we are all here to be entertained and they are providing entertainment. You know, it's it's very. We're talking about him. Yeah. And people are watching the videos and people are saying, oh, wow, they're really perfect for each other. Two dum-dums on YouTube. And it's like, honestly, Mm -hmm. yeah, like two clout chasers would be perfect for each other in holy matrimony or just in a collab, as they say. (laughs) In a collab. Will you be my collabo partner? Collabo partner. Will you collabo with me? I do love that they rented this graffiti mansion. Have you heard this? Have you seen this picture? You have. It's like Mm -hmm. this mansion that uses like wash off graffiti paint to like graffiti stuff on it. So you could have your event there and you could write like Bobby is cool 2019 or like whatever. Oh. You could write me in Greece and script on this mansion. What I don't, what I hate about this graffiti mansion is that. You rent this graffiti mansion and they use the ugliest art for it. Well, like, they use this is, ugly. This yeah. is the yeah. ugly graffiti equivalent of word art. This is hideous. Right. Because if I'm going to rent a graffiti mansion, I'm going to want a good want graffiti it to be artist. Yeah, it's going to be sick. Like I want like call up whoever. Yeah. I'm like, I want, hey, I want Banksy, you call up, like, uh, can Banksy. you come graffiti <laughs> this house Banksy. for me and I'll wash it off after I'm done? He's like, I love that. Banksy's like, ooh, conceptually, that's great for me. I love it. <laughs> Why doesn't Banksy have a graffiti house? Hello sharks. That's his that's his new plan. Wait, I'm sorry. Hello sharks. <laughs> Hello sharks. I'm Banksy. <laughs> and I would love You might a remember me out. from <laughs> Subversive Street Art. <sighs> so are we done talking yeah, about I, Tana we have and to, Jake? We have to. And if you're like me and you can't pronounce Tana's last name to save your freaking life, you're in luck. Dude, an eight-letter ID name versus like a 14-letter one, <laughs> first of all. That's just adding to the clout. Yeah. Thank you. Jake inadvertently gave me clout just by having a short last name, which is like, it's you amazing. It. I'm so excited to have a last name you can Okay. Well, then we can do some quick little thingies, such as um, this blind item, which was revealed, air quotes, the illiterate former actress, as in alliteration. Not illiterate. Uh, can't read. The illiterate former read. actress re- recently, they love saying illiterate. They do, because it makes you the think blinds. that they can't read. Yeah. They can read. The illiterate former actress recently tried to make a deal, even though publicly she keeps saying she is innocent. Apparently, that's Lori Loughlin. Of course. So she's less confident than she seems, which I believe. This also pairs nicely she's- with news today. People were reporting, not people, or maybe people, I don't know, but other people 
people at people. Tabloids were reporting that Olivia Jade and her sister had broken, quote, broken their social media silence to post birthday <laughs> wishes for their mother, which is like, <laughs> I... What, the, what better time to break your social media silence than to wish Lori Loughlin a happy uh, birthday? Neither of them have been active on social media for months until just hours ago when they returned for a special reason. It was Lori's 55th birthday on Sunday, July 28th. Enjoy your last year of freedom, Mama. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> Mama. What is it? What does it actually say? Happy birthday, Mama. Love you. Enjoy your last year of freedom. Oh my God. <sighs> I do. I we do, not, do think it's interesting that? that we don't know yet. We don't know yet. I mean, she's truly stupid to not plead out. Like, I really mm-hmm. do. Th- like, that's when I heard that she was going to be like, I'm innocent. It's like, no, just. But now apparently she's trying to make a plea deal and right. it's like going to be more complicated because she waited this long. I think it went Not that too I know far. anything about la law. But <laughs> that's how it seems, Lindsay. No, no, I think so, too. I just think it's just funny to me. It's like, you think you're above the law. And then like a minute later, she's like, I'm not above the law. Sorry. Like, I want what Felicity got. (laughs) Aunt Becky thinks she's above the law. The only thing she's above is everyone else in the house because they lived in the attic. Oh my God. You're right. With the two kids in the attic. Mm -hmm. Can't believe they made them live in the attic. I know. With those two kids. Nikki and Alex. The attic was pretty sick though. The attic was sick if you were like a single person. I can't believe they like had scenes in the attic too. I was always like, why are we up here? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know it was always a very sick attic until you realize like the actual like um the details of that relationship and, and family life like why can't you get another get place an you are both gainfully employed well because like jesse katsopoulos's job was like guitar player right like what was his job like he didn't have Lori a- lachlan was a television host that's true she probably was like a millionaire yeah television host in the 90s she could make money right why did she- they live in that house <laughs> I don't know. You're right. That's like fully deranged. Because if they left, it wouldn't be a full house. It'd be kind and of a, also, it'd be a house that's not as full. Our first night in our new apartment. You know, honey, you did a really terrific job with the attic. Thank you. Wait a minute. You haven't seen my piece de resistance. <laughs> Ooh, that is really tacky. <laughs> And also, not that death no longer like didn't makes Joey you live family. in the basement? Joey lived in the basement, <laughs> but some for a while Joey lived in the living room in that back area. Okay, wait, keep going. What were you saying? Okay, what I was saying was it's also weird because Becky is the complete outsider, right? Like Becky is is no there's no family relationship anywhere. Jesse is the uncle of the dead wife, so like. I just feel like, wait, in the real world, Jesse was the, the uncle of the dead. Wo- Jesse was Jesse was Danny's ex. Well, Danny's late wife's brother. Right. So his brother-in-law. His brother-in-law. His right, former brother-in-law. Oh God, why did it take? <laughs> He's the former. Do you need me to write this you- out for you? But I mean, like, no, you're right. Why did he still have to live there? There was there was sort of this dramatic dissociation from the rest of the family after the death of this woman. Um. And it's just weird to me that he remained in the family, I guess, because he wanted to take care of the kids, help them take care of the kids. Anyway, I just think that they're weird. Well, it was like the, three the men and a baby, life, like Joey and Danny and Jesse life, took care of the children before they all got girlfriends. 
I'm just saying, I feel like if this all happened in real life, Jesse would have been out of that family in two seconds. Or at least just out of the house. No, out of the family. Out of the house. Just out of the house. Why, do you, why does Jesse like, have to live oh, in the attic? Oh, this is really sad. It makes me sad. I'm going to go do my own thing. Why did he move in with them? Because full house, fuller house, full house. The and, house he marries, is full. and he marries the hot, like, uh, wake up San Francisco co-host and moves into his former brother-in-law's attic what if is you it were, former what if, if you the were death, lori or like what if you were aunt becky you're like why do we live here like i'm why do we live in the attic we have two children we have two children we have two young boys why do we live here do we even have a bathroom up here do we have our own bathroom is it en suite what's going on i will say <laughs> this is what happens whenever she goes jesse why do we live here Oh, God damn it. That's the wrong sax music. I thought it was going to be the... <laughs> what? I saw Full House Sax Loop, and I thought it was the... The, like, sad, dramatic sax music before they cut to commercial. What, what That's was That's what it? I was hoping for. It was the... It's like the more up-tempo we're coming in from commercial. Yeah. Okay, what are we doing here? Am I allowed to move on? Fine, you can move on. Nicole Murphy, who is Eddie Murphy's ex-wife, she was also in that show, Hollywood Exes. I've met her, remember, because I did the ads for Hollywood Exes. Right, and I recognize her face because we used a picture of promo to talk about Jose Canseco's ex-wife, and I remember Nicole Murphy's face on that picture. Mm -hmm. We used it in Mm -hmm. our live show, and so I kept seeing the photo over and over again. So she has been friends with this uh, director for a long time, apparently. Antoine Fuqua, best known for training Do you kiss your long time friends like that, though? <laughs> no. Do you? No. Okay. No. Absolutely not. I mean, should we and be, so is what photograph- I'm saying. Like, should we be kissing our long time friends like that? <laughs> no, it's very, it's very Ferris Bueller. So that's how it is in their family. The <laughs> So Antoine's married. Nicole is not currently married. Who is Antoine, though? On- Antoine is a movie director. He directed Training Day, right? His most iconic movie is Training yeah, Day. Yeah, okay. Probably. They're both can very you, hot. He's hot. She's yes. hot too. No, they're both hot. They're both hot like 50-somethings. Yeah. And they were on vacation, so they were like in their hot swimsuits and like outdoors, like looking hot. And they were holding these dainty, cute little like p- porcelain coffee cups. <laughs> or like fine china. They're like cute little china coffee cups. And they're kissing, but it's not a friendly kiss. It's a very romantic kiss. And they're dressed sort of like they've just been, you know, throwing each other around in the ocean. Um, and this immediately went on. What It was on Shade Room first, I think. Right. I mean, and, and the like, reason oh, why whoops. this is shady is because he's married to the iconic Lila Rochon from uh, Waiting to Exhale. From Waiting to Exhale. Robin Stokes, baby. I don't even like know her real name, but I know Robin Stokes. When I saw her, I was like, Robin. Like, I didn't know. I was like, who? Like, I don't know the actress, but Robin. It's Robin. Oh, so I'm just supposed to accept this. You don't have a choice. You should have asked me before committing me. I did ask. No, you told me. You come here two hours late and I'm supposed to go with you? Oh, I don't think so. Robin! Robin! So... This all this all happens. Nicole is like, oh no, this is just a friendly kiss. Like I don't I don't know. I feel I'm sorry for kissing a married man, but like this is not what it looks like. Mm-hmm. But apparently, it might be what it looks like because some people have come out of the woodwork, including um, Lisa Ray McCoy, saying Nicole Murphy is a cheater. Right. She messes around with married men. Right. So that's why this is dramatic. That was my kind the of photo. Is hilarious. 
And a, and a source was like, no, they're friends, whatever. But the kiss is a kiss. The kiss is a kiss, like whatever. And then she came out and said, uh, they said, we're, you know, I ran into him in Italy and we exchanged a friendly hello. That's it. And then later people were like, no, this is like a lot. And then she said, I want to apologize to my family and to Lila and the Foucault family for what transpired. She said, it's not my intention to be in this situation. I do not condone women kissing or interacting in any way inappropriately with a married man. So like, so she still still doesn't admit to doing more than kissing, but she is at least recognizing the, uh, the inappropriate nature of the kiss. Right. But she's not saying it extended beyond the kiss. Well, it was funny because then uh, Lisa Ray McCoy was like, uh, Nicole Murphy fucked around with my husband. So, uh, <laughs> hello. Girl, you went after Lila Rochon's husband too? SMH, so wrong. Again, she wrote. <laughs> okay. I just love it. That was a comment. And but then love, TMZ was like. But TMZ <laughs> ran into her and was like, hey, what's going on? And she's like, "Did you You said that she messed around with your ex-husband. Is that true? And she goes, that's true. That's absolutely true. And then they're like, but wait, can you go into detail? She's and like, she goes, it's just what you said. <laughs> she messed around with my husband. Nicole did the same thing in the, in the early 2000s in your former marriage. Is that true? Did that that's happen? True. That's true. Absolutely true. So, so what happened exactly? Just what you said. She messed around with my husband. Here's the thing. We've all done something that we regret. We've all made mistakes and we all have to learn from that. But when you start doing it and being messy enough to do it amongst family, how does a family kiss turn into a I'm sorry apology? Like, what do you mean? You didn't know that she was married? We all know that she was married. And that was 20 years. That's history. You don't do that amongst friends. She's like, I don't know how to make this clearer for you. But then you. it was even more wild because my husband. for some reason, DeBrat was involved. I guess she's like friends with Lisa. And she was on some show. She was like on a morning show. And the topic came up. And the brat was like, she has receipts. She's got the pictures, text messages. She got emails. She doesn't want it from us. We, we're from the sh- we're from the chai. Like she was just like, like she was defending her friend Lisa. Like Nicole Murphy better not like come for us because we have receipts of like her hitting on Lisa Ray's man. I just love that everyone's saying, like, is it true? Could this be real? And everyone involved is like, yes, it's true. Right. Why are you asking us over and over again? Right. But but is this is this really happening, Debrat? Right. And she's like, yes. Would you like some receipts? I have a folder. I mean, I, those photos, like, they're just, uh, they're they're really intimate. It's not like. The thing about the photos also is they're, they're, they're clear. They appear to be close up. It doesn't seem like they're, like, yes. in yes. hiding. Yes. Yes. Because they're being so brazen about it, I'm inclined to think that it is as innocent as she's saying. Just because, like, they're out in the open. It looks like I was there like, and I was like, smile. You know, like, I'm yeah. like sitting next to them and I'm like, okay, let me take a photo. You guys look great. Smile. Give a kiss. It's just. Give her a kiss. It's, they're so audacious that I, I'm i sort of on Team Nicole. You're on Team Nicole. Not, not that she doesn't have a history of messing around with married men Wait, but that this particular instance you don't believe anything's going on because they're just so out yeah. there because it's not even a yes, secret yeah that's what i'm Ooh, saying that's like a that's like um that's an interesting theory it's too obvious and that, that doesn't that doesn't it's too obvious and that doesn't mean that like they haven't in the past i'm just saying like this particular instance does sort of read as innocent you know what my take is because it's so out in the open what's your take my take open marriage mm. agreement just like agreement they have an agreement oh, people don't like yeah and he's been and they've been dating him and mm-hmm. Nicole see he see each other yeah and they don't think anyone would care i don't know maybe the photo i don't know where the photos came from but whatever well no the open marriage could could help explain it too because people hate like plenty of people have open marriages but there's still like a stigma associated with open marriages so people don't like talking I about i think them more publicly. famous people have open marriages than we think mm-hmm. like it's 
And so it's like, this isn't actually cheating, but if I explain to you my situation, it kind of ruins the the, romanticized fairy tale of like, yeah, rich person life. It's a rich person's kind of like perfect setup, you know? Mm -hmm. We don't want to deal with divorce. We live happily. We live comfortably. We live, we have kids. We want to deal Mm -hmm. with, we don't want to deal with that divorce. But that requires more energy than just saying, I made a mistake, you know? Like having to go into the details of your private relationship and like whatever open relationship right. terms you That's have what I'm is saying. probably exhausting. Yeah. So she's right. like, well, so, uh, she's like, nothing happened. We're close friends. Moving on. And and even though it's slow to move on because we're still talking about it and people are still saying, no, she's a cheater or whatever. Uh, <laughs> it's still going to be moved on faster than for her than them getting a divorce, than mm-hmm. coming out and saying something. Yeah. I mean, that's what it seems like to me. And like. Again, I look at that photo and I'm like, are we misconstruing something here? And it's like, no, this photo is like very intimate. You know, it's not it's not like running to a friend at the pizza shop and being like, hi, so good to see you. It's, we're close friends. Besos. But this yeah. is like, I'm sticking my tongue in your mouth and grab it on you, you know? Yeah, like it was, oh, wow. I, I loved fucking you earlier. <laughs> it's a kiss. Remember when we fucked 10 minutes ago? It's a kiss ago? that really says I loved fucking you earlier. <laughs> she was spotted kissing a married man. <laughs> Now this, ladies and gentlemen, is Antoine Fuqua. He directed Training Day and other good stuff. He's been married to our friend from one of my favorite movies, Waiting to Exhale, Layla Rashawn, for 20 years. She's at home in LA thinking everything was good. Her man's running around and Nicole pops up on his lips. You think that was a good time to move on? Are you going to do this every time? Or we, we, you need to move on from moving on. We need to move on? Okay. I love this story. There's really not that much to it. But um, just. <laughs> this is so wild. Diddy. This is when Diddy I miss Amina and Shani. Like Diddy where is... are Amina and Shani? I know Amina's in Paris and Shani lives in LA. You guys. <laughs> we. Amina is a European citizen now. We literally. Who dat is so hard to put together. Okay. So. Diddy has been seen like sort of mm, walking around romantically with this woman, Lori Harvey, who is Steve Harvey, as in Family Feud, as in Men Are From Mars. No, not that one. Act like a lady, think like a man. Steve Harvey's stepdaughter, Lori Harvey. Lori Harvey is 22 years old. Diddy is what, 49? Yeah, and he, you know, yeah, he broke up with Cassie, who's pregnant with uh, her new boyfriend. Guess baby. who? Ooh. Guess who the last person Lori Harvey dated was uh, confirmed? Hmm. Diddy's son. <laughs> Diddy's son. Justin. So right? Diddy's son broke up with yes. Diddy's son broke up with Lori. Then Lori was like, "I kind of like your dad," and started dating him allegedly. And you know that, but there are enough of the headlines that are like, "Are they dating?" To, for me to believe that, like, yes, they're dating. So but no one wants well, to go out the and thing. say it. So above we have before the story we did we talked about a minute ago. We have a picture mm-hmm. of like actual intimate whatever. We ha- we're like, oh, those two are like having sex. I can tell by the mm-hmm. photo. But with yes. Lori and Diddy, we have all these photos where they're together, where they're, you know, hanging out, they're where walking. they're where they're matching clothing, all these things. But we have no <laughs> photo that says, oh, these two have had sex, you know, or these two, this feels romantic. Because we have photos uh-huh. of her and Justin, Diddy's son, Justin, like they dated for sure. Right. Yes. Yeah. There's Lori Harvey, you know, Steve Harvey's 22-year-old stepdaughter in New York looking super happy. And there's Diddy looking, uh, 
Nervous? So this is fueling the dating rumors that have been going on for a, a few weeks now. Yeah, they've been hanging out. Saw her getting out of Diddy's car last week at Nobu, but Diddy's people say she's just a family friend. Matchy, matchy. They're matching outfits. Matching outfits. Matching outfits. But there's nothing, we didn't even talk about that on the podcast because who cares that Lori Harvey's stepdaughter and, and Diddy's son are dating? No, who cares? Literally, who cares? Literally, who cares? But the moment you add on this level of excitement, it's like, oh my God, I've never cared about anything more. Right. Literally. Although Lori Harvey has been like a thing for a while. Like people have been, been trying, trying to, to hook up with Lori. She's been trying to <laughs> make herself happen for a long time. I honestly, and she's, it's kind of, this is whatever, cancel me. This is, I feel like it's Steve Harvey's penance that he has a hot daughter who's like, you know, like wanted, like a sexy daughter who's like out on the town. You know, like fuck him. A sexy daughter who's like absolutely not reading any of right, his like, books. Right, like Steve Harvey's like, women, like act like ladies. And it's like, and like his own daughter's like, bye-bye. <laughs> like, I don't give a shit. Anyway, I emailed, I emailed Steve Harvey's <laughs> talent agent because I couldn't find a publicist contact. So maybe he doesn't have Isn't one. Isn't his talent agent like Ari Emanuel? It's Ari Emanuel, <laughs> yeah. Which is really fun. It's, like, it's not, it's not some idiot. It's Ari Emanuel. I mean, no, Steve Harvey's a millionaire. I mean, he's a billionaire. He's so a I emailed Ari Emanuel and I said, hi, I host a celebrity podcast called Who Weekly and have a question regarding one of your clients, Steve Harvey. I recently read this page six story hyperlinked about Lori Harvey's alleged relationship with Sean Combs, who happens to be the father of her ex-boyfriend. As Lori's stepfather and the outspoken best-selling author of self-help books, does Mr. Harvey have a comment regarding the rumors? Anyway. And I said, oh, I'm just trying to find out that this behavior I lines with I said, I'm just trying to find out if this behavior aligns with his mantra of acting like a lady and thinking like a Wow, you fucking... All best. You shamer. Um, Shamer. He'll never... I mean, the whole point of these emails is to have a funny email. It's not to get a response. And when you do... So when you do get a response, it's like, oh my God, I never in a million years expected I just feel like the answer is yes. Like, I just... It just seems... It's gotta be yes. With Diddy's past, with just knowing the kind of things that Diddy does, with knowing people who have worked with him, with kind of just like the... The general vibe of Diddy, I would say the answer to this is yes. You know what I mean? Like whatever we're thinking, it happened. You know, that's this weird fucked up thing for sure. You know? <sighs> for sure. Right? And even, and I will say, even if there is nothing romantic going on, it's fucking weird if you are just friends with your son's ex-girlfriend. People on Twitter have found it extremely refreshing that Lori is basically doing what so many men do. Like user, I am Mark Landry, who said, Lori Harvey, the first black woman to successfully pull a U on you. (laughs) Hashtag Black History Month, that's hilarious. So ladies, do you respect Lori's dating hustle? First of all, she ain't the first black woman to do that. All right, I just wanna make that clear, but go ahead. Who Weekly is brought to you by Squarespace. As usual, we love Squarespace. We love Squarespace. It's the only way we will ever have a website. <laughs> is Squarespace. You're right. Because it's easy. Because I can update it very fast when things go crazy with tour announcing, which we might have to do relatively soon. Might? Uh, might? Uh-huh. <laughs> You said, we just came and saw you. I said, well, this is a this is a 365 podcast. We're planning ahead. Everyone's everyone's doing live shows these days. So all the venues are getting booked up. So we have to book our tour, which is far away pretty soon. But we already know we already know the dates. We're ready to update the website on Squarespace. And we also already know how to put them on the website, which is like half the battle because it's Squarespace. Exactly. And we've done this for a long time and it's very, very easy. We love Squarespace because 
It's very easy to update things. We love Squarespace because we have a contact form, which is the way most people get in touch with us. Even though we have a very easy to remember email address, which is what's read up to at gmail.com, people would prefer to just use the contact form on Squarespace because Squarespace is easy. And on our website, it's easy to find our press clippings. It's easy to find embeds of the podcast. It's easy to find anything you need to know about our podcast. So go to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your website, go to squarespace.com who to save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Moving on. <laughs> Do you know what does bother me, though? Snakes. <laughs> so you're saying you're bothered when Bindi Ehrman modeled her two-carat engagement ring while holding photos of a snake in new exclusive photos by I people? I was delighted by this, by the way, because when I saw it, I burst out laughing. Bindi Irwin's uh, did these exclusive engagement photos with people. Like, they have the people stamp on them, which is my the tattoo that I'm getting on my ass next mm-hmm. year. Um, my first tattoo will be the people exclusive exclusive <laughs> stamp. The watermark? The people exclusive watermark? Yeah, I'm going to get oh it on my, my butt. God. <laughs> And then I'm going to sell the photos of my butt with a tattoo to people. And it's going to be people exclusive, 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 exclusive. No, you should you should sell them to Us Weekly. And then it's an Us Weekly exclusive that you got a people exclusive tattoo. <laughs> it's an Us Weekly exclusive of the people exclusive, exclusive. Mm-hmm. It says yes. exclusive twice. So it's actually four exclusives when it's the exclusive. Okay. Here's what happened. This is deranged. Bindi Irwin, daughter of the late Steve Irwin. Yes. Who's an Australian, Australian's number one beloved, you know? A person? She's like basically their princess. Yeah, she's like Meghan yes. Markle. She's their Meghan. Yeah. She's their, she's their like Malia Obama. They're going to be like, do not say bad things about Bindi Irwin. Yeah. She is our queen. Yeah, essentially. Yes. Bindi can never do any wrong. Bindi and Bindi followed in her father's footsteps and is very into like an- animal conservation and like talking about she animals, works at like the Australian knowing about animals. She works at the zoo. zoo. Australia Zoo. Right. So she's fully following in her father's footsteps. She's so, a TV personality. So she's famous. In that way, um, she is marrying a snake. <laughs> she is marrying Sir Hiss himself. Um. She's mar- She's marrying. No, the photos, you guys, the photos make it look like she's wearing marrying a snake. I'm not joking. It's a photo of her hand with the ring on it and a snake like casually posing on her hand next to the ring. I like, got to say it's a beautiful yes, snake. I bought this ring. <laughs> no, it's it's fully Sir Hiss. It's like. <laughs> she said yes <laughs> she said yes thank you Australia <laughs> rest in peace Steve Irwin no you gotta Steve Steve Irwin, Steve Irwin. Like, the, you know the mics are gonna ruin sucks, it sucks though Bindi's name Bindi Irwin does not have S's in it so the snake is finally can speak normal you know whose name does have S's in it her husband, her actual husband. Her Actually, I don't know. His name isn't in here. I forgot his name. I just know that he's a professional wakeboarder yeah, from Florida. Yeah, his name Florida. isn't even in here. From Florida. So the only thing more Australian than from marrying a snake, no offense. Fl- Chandler. Her, Chandler Powell. Marrying a wakeboarder. <laughs> what's the difference between like, what's the don't wakeboarder? Don't ask this question. Don't ask this question. What is the wakeboarder? Versus what? Surfing? Surf. I know what surfing is. So what is the wake? 
Wakeboarding. Do you stand is, I think on it? You, I think when you wakeboard, you hang on the back of a boat. You get pulled by a boat. Oh, uh, okay. And you're so like, he's a... and then you're like, so good day, mate. Does. And then you like do a flip. Anyway, so Chandler. Only, I, this is um, what I imagine everyone in Australia does. You guys do not have jobs. All you do is they like met, wakeboard, take care of snakes. Like it's it's like Richard's scary, but everyone like no one has real jobs, you know? <laughs> That's so rude to Australia. Do you? But I mean, come they're on. miserable. No, they're, they're, they're happy. Like, We're miserable. They're happy. Climate, they change, live... climate change is hitting them. You know, what? they're they're one of the first ones to go whenever climate change hits its peak. Okay, no, they're not happy. They're this nervous. Is, this has nothing to do with climate change. I'm just saying. Lindsay, I imagine, Lindsay, everything has to do with climate why change. Why would in you take my nice thing about Australia, which I think everyone there is happy and has no jobs, to to this place? I'm just saying. I think everyone there is miserable and has no idea what they're gonna do when shit hits the fan. We're Lindsay. also fucked too. Don't put this on Australia. Oh, they we're have... all fucked. I'm just saying. It's 150 degrees in Australia all the time. Why are you in stop insulting? They're like Australia? they're like number one cultural import is like a movie about the post apocalypse. Okay, stop. Bindi Irwin is marrying a wakeboarder. <laughs> and she had a snake involved in the photo. So all these photos of her holding the uh showing off the ring involve a snake slithering around her hand and posing beside the two point one carat diamond. I just love the couple first met in November 2013 when Powell, a Florida native, he's not even Australian. No, he's from Florida, he's Lindsay. A, That's what I've been trying to say. Wait, he's a Floridian wakeboarder who just was visiting Australia and met the queen of Australia, Bindi Irwin, and married her. When she her was snake. 16. When she was 16. They I were hate like this. Teenage, teenage romance story. And he went to the zoo and he met Bindi Irwin. It's f- it's fully like the fault in our snakes. <laughs> the fault in our s- snakes. And you know what? He probably met her. He probably didn't even really know who she was because people no, outside of Australia don't know what Bindi Irwin looks like. No. He probably just met this cutie girl and was like, wow, she's really one with the animals. And then they fell in love. And she was like, yes. I love wakeboarders because that's all that they have there, you know? Wakeboarding. Her mom's like, well, he is a wakeboarder. <laughs> I always wanted my daughter to marry a wakeboarder. Here comes the Australian accent again. (laughs) (laughs) The photo of the snake is really, really really wonderful. It's very funny. People's like, can we get the exclusive? And they were like, yeah, we'll send you the photos. End of day, Tuesday. And and then (laughs) people opens up their emails and it's like, um, uh, B underscore Irwin has sent you engagement underscore photos dot zip via we transfer and then they they opened them and they're all snakes all snakes all snakes could they not get the ring on the snake's tongue to like slither it like slide it onto the finger i just i want to see the outtakes i want to see who what's his snake's name where is he from his name is is what's his deal her name is sir his when I was in elementary school, I was in a production of Robin Hood, and I was Prince John, so I got to do Sir Hiss the entire time. You did not. Sir Hiss. And I had a little snake puppet on my hand. So you did the S's? Fifth wow. grade. Wow, Fifth you're grade. such My a mom was my teacher. My mom was my teacher. She cast me. Thespian. Oh, wow. She that's cast me nepotism. As nepotism. That's nepotism. No, nepotism would have been me getting cast as Robin Hood. Still, it's uh, nepotism. <laughs> Although she did when I didn't get cast as Robin Hood and I was like, 
uh, mom. My mom said, are you disappointed they didn't get cast as Robin Hood? And I was like, no, like Mitchell deserved it. And she goes, well, Prince John has more lines. So she did nepotism my you. Mom, nepotism. nepotism. No, I've been, believe me, let me have one instance of nepotism, please, in my life. That's nepotism. I That's know, your nepotism. Did you enjoy it? it? That's it. What's your, do you have a, do you have a nepotism story? Like a sad childhood nepotism story? No, not, not sad, really. but like. My parents never had that, that much power like your mom did. <laughs> Are you kidding? Oh, you didn't like, nepotism. You didn't like get to go when to like. When I graduated uh, like the, from from college, my I I wanted an internship, and my mom's friend or someone she worked with knew someone who worked at AOL, and they got me an internship, and that actually got me like my job and my friends, and then more jobs. So that was my nepotism. <laughs> consequential nepotism. Seriously, more consequential than me being Prince John. Was it? I don't know. It feels like everything you've done today. Fled I don't know. I feel like that, that kind of changed. I know, made me turn me into a theater kid. Yikes! <laughs> and look at you now, you're re- you're starring in Glee. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! I hate you. And that's how you got the role as the kid in the wheelchair in Glee. Duh! Obviously, <laughs> nepotism. Um, nepotism. Okay, moving on. Army Hammer causes Twitter furor after posting video of his son Ford two sucking his toes. Did you you you're on vacation, so you didn't see this? But I kept seeing like something's happening with Army Hammer, and I held off, held off, held off, held off. Well, to I find kept out seeing like was. gay memes where it's like me getting Army Hammer to. S- I saw. <laughs> what? I saw. Well, you know, like um, you know that one like really iconic Instagram Your Twitter person. Is just, just insane. <laughs> no, I know. I know. So you know the um that one iconic Instagrammer who does the like ridiculous beauty videos where he turns his like face into a frog. He turns his like face into a whatever. I mean, and no, he, he turn his face into a foot. But he uses exclusively makeup. You know, like uh-huh. he just uses makeup to like look like. No, he looks like celebrities. Sorry, it's usually, oh, I know like, who you're talking about. Stephen Avalos is obsessed yes, with him. Yes, it's Stephen Avalos is obsessed with him. So he does all these <laughs> videos where he like can look like Angelina Jolie with exclusively makeup. But right? it's just it's so like the power strange. He, of cho- he chooses the weirdest people. So to he do. did. He did a baby, and I think it may have been like Prince George or something. But he did a baby where it was like the top. It only used like the top half of your face, and then he wore this like shirt over the mouth. Like he he painted a mouth on the on like the nose. Basically, he looked like a baby face, but it was like a four step process of him doing this makeup to look like a baby face. Okay, stop. And I saw someone post that photo, and this is me finding out about this whole story. Okay. It was. <laughs> They posted that photo, the progression of him turning into a baby face, and it said, uh, "Me, uh, me pretend, me pretending to be Army Hammer's son so I can suck his foot." <laughs> Wait, that was the caption <laughs> on the tweet. He oh, didn't do that. Some, okay, I was some like, he other did an gay person did makeup that. look as a baby to make a meme joke about. It. <laughs> No, someone else used that meme. So you were like, what? To... <laughs> and I was like, wait, why do they want to suck Army Hammer's toes? <laughs> and I was baby. like, is this just normal? Is this just like a, like a, and at first I, I wrote it off. I was like, that's as reasonable as anything else. Maybe they just want to suck Army's toes. I didn't like, know there was some sort of context to it. You're like, it. these gay memes are out of control. Whatever. Moving on. <laughs> I was like, I guess we want to suck. Like, I was like, last week it was Jake Gyllenhaal. Like, now we want to suck Army Hammer's toes. Okay, I guess I, I get it fine 
So then, but no, it's because he posted a video of his son sucking his toes on Instagram, and the video existed in like a private photo sharing thing between family members. And then Army was like going. Army decided to go well, rogue and put it thing. on his public Instagram. Army again and again. Army should not be allowed to use social media because he no. doesn't really understand what's going to make people mad. He thinks like he posts like funny stuff, and then people are like, "Army, stop." You know, like, Army, no. And he just does, like, that's why I love him so much, honestly, because he is, like, a full weirdo, you know? Like, remember mm-hmm. when he was, like, liking Shibori, like, knots yeah, on- Yeah, the, the, the rope The rope, the rope binding. Bo- I mean, he just, again and again, Army does stuff on Twitter that gets him in trouble, you know? Yes. But it's also the kind of stuff that if he wasn't famous, it'd be hilarious. So, like, this thing, it's, like, it's it'd be really funny if someone you knew- posted this because you'd be like what yes. <laughs> kid's a freak i love it you know but people so are like perez get hilton, your toes perez, out of your son's mouth perez hilton posts it posts it and army's in army's caption on the instagram story he wrote this happened for a solid seven minutes okay the video wrote, itself like, was only 15 fetishist or something the like video the video joke. itself is only 15 seconds long because it's on the instagram story but army hammer said it happened for seven minutes so Press Hilton publishes it and it says Army Hammer's son shown sucking on famous father's toes for quote a solid seven minutes. And because of that, Elizabeth Chambers added Press Hilton and said at Press Hilton, Elizabeth Chambers, Army Hammer's bakery store owner Fucking slash love wife. Her. She's like, excuse me, allegedly. Remember when she me. made remember when she made cookies about Hotel Mumbai? Remember when we got her cookies? What if at we put show? a terrorist attack on a cookie? Remember when we um, ate her cookies at our show because um, hooligans yeah, brought them to us and they were honestly kind of good? No, some they were, were good. good. but they were offensive. Offensively decorated, I will say. Offensively <laughs> decorated. So. I ate way too much of that at, like candy thing. Oh my God, the candy ate, thing? Yeah, whatever, oh. it was too good. Yeah. At Press Hilton, it wasn't even seven minutes. More like five seconds. Our son likes to play with people's feet, and I put the video on our family stream because this phase is an ongoing joke. Sharing the video on Instagram was def not the best move on A's part, but I can assure you that our children's safety and well-being is already our oh first priority. Oh my god, priority. Army is in the this dog has nothing to do with, house. Army's this has nothing to do with child safety, Elizabeth. This has to do with, like, it's weird as fuck that your kid was sucking on Army's toes. No, but I think that people, I think, like, Pris Hilton spun it that way. Yeah. I think people were saying, like, because anything any, anything any celebrity does with their children, people fucking go after them it is yeah. disgusting like we really have a problem with with that yeah. we it's not even just like mommy shaming it's now like everything like it's just everything no one can mm-hmm. you cannot post about your kids if you're famous people will yeah come after you for and i don't mean reasons. to cu- kid shame if he's sucking on his daddy's toes and that's fine i don't care that's it's just funny totally that army fine. wrote <laughs> foot fetish future foot yes, fetish is army's army's the one who took this into the other direction it's like any boy from like age three to six is like deranged. They'll eat like poopy <laughs> off the ground. Like sucking on your dad's toes is like the fucking nothing compared to that. You know, like they're mm-hmm. crazy. Mm-hmm. So I I feel like this is funny for the family, but I'm sure Elizabeth Chambers was like, "Army, I cannot believe you posted that. Like I'm gonna kill you." <laughs> you know. I know. Just, Look, I know. Just another Army Hammer bad social media needs to get it together. What's next? Let's talk about Camilla Maroney clapping back at the trolls for slamming their relationship. Yeah, let's do it. Leo's Leo's l- probably longest relationship in no in years. Bar Raffaele is probably his longest relationship since Bar. Since Bar. Since Bar. 
He's been dating Camilla Maroney for a long, long, long time. What's long, long, long? For him, it's like a, a million year. years. Like a year. So a year for a year dating for Leo is literally like a lifetime. Is like a happy 80-year yeah. marriage. Yeah. Yeah. So it's when's the last time we've been able to talk about one of Leo's girlfriends without this many episodes? <laughs> right. You it's know? true. <laughs> like it's, it's true. like, oh, he has a new one. He has a new one. He has a new one. And now it's like, oh, we're still talking about Camilla Maroney. That never happens. It's true. But I so I love Camilla Maroney seems funny. Let's say that. She seems good. She, she seems took good. to Instagram stories and she so she posted a photo of Lauren Bacall and Humphrey Bogart with the caption, a love like this. They had a 22 year age gap in their marriage. I don't know a ton about them, but it's. It feels like if we Googled some stuff, it would be like a problematic relationship. <laughs> Do you know anything? Yeah, let's just let's just let it go on Googled. Yeah. As I Google, I don't know anything, but I wouldn't doubt anything. Let's. I so mean, people started giving her shit for this. Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall's romance began with a scandalous affair. Their May-December romance is one for the history books. Oh, God. Lauren Bacall, 19, was a mo- See, I'm already like this. Lauren Bacall, 19, was a former model starring in her first leading film role when she met Humphrey Bogart, 45, on the set of To Have and To Have Not, 1944. Bogart was married to his third wife, actress Mayo Mathot. Mayo Mathot? Whatever, that's my new name. Mayo Mathot. Despite their 25-year-old age gap, sparks flew, I bet they did, between the two stars, and their relationship progressed quickly. The movie debuted on January 20th, 1945, and, Bo- and Bogart was divorced soon after. He and Bacall tied the knot on May 21st, 1945, at, at a ceremony on Pulitzer Prize-winning author Louis Bromfield's farm in Lucas, Ohio. They would go on to have two children together, staying married until Bogart's death in 1957. Okay, so they were together for a long time until he died, and... Uh, but it started. It started a little bit sketchily. So Camilla Maroney plans on being with Leo until his death, at which point she'll become like an iconic uh, older actress. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. And she will appear in Fancy Feast commercials. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> and what's the coffee she did? It's decaffeinated. <laughs> Wait, oh, that's our favorite video. My favorite time of day is night. I love curling up with a rich cup of coffee. You think coffee and sleep don't mix? They do if it's high point. It's decaffeinated. And the flavor's marvelous. You see, high point has a special way of capturing flavor. Deep brewed flavor. Mmm. It's a coffee lover's dream. Deep brewed high point. Now with our richest aroma ever. Yeah. So, Leo, what did she say, Lindsay? So Camila posted that. Then people were like, "Relax." And then she You're said, "You're a gold digger." They were calling her a gold digger. They're yeah, being very rude to her. It's not nice though. Like, like don't. I don't think the emphasis should be on her. It should be on him. He's a creep. She's not a gold digger. She's just you know living her life. Um, she said, "I just read some of the comments on my Instagram, and my God, people are so mean." and like full of anger with people that they know nothing about and uh i guess i just hope on this friday that people learn to uh live with a little less hatred and place their time and interest elsewhere because living without hatred feels pretty good it's fine it's just it wasn't there wasn't anything super notable about what she said. It's just interesting to me that Leo's girlfriend is getting this kind of like intimate coverage when that never happens with his girlfriends. Mm, I don't I think his girlfriends don't usually like do anything, so there's nothing to cover. Yeah. 
She's definitely but that says his something about her. That says something about her. Yeah, she's definitely his girlfriend who's the most like vocal and full of life. Because <laughs> she wants to be an actor. Because she wants to be an actress. Most of them are just models. Well, she is right. She is an actress. She's like definitely yeah. been in stuff. She wants to be like a more famous actress. Yeah. You know, I, whenever you I know. think Leo's like, I'm, I'm like, this is the one for Leo. They break up. Like I don't know. I I don't. I feel weird being like, this seems good. Like yay. But I just don't even know. I literally don't know. His movie was a big hit. So what made a lot of money, made more money than they expected it to. So what does that mean? Do I have to see? So he's like riding high again. So he might be riding so high that he decides to dump Camilla and say, I can do better, a.k.a. a year younger. One year younger. Right. Didn't she? How old is she? She's 22. 22. He needs a 21 year old. Wasn't. Yeah. When she turns 25, though, doesn't he dump him at 25? What's the year? Something like that. Yeah. Lindsay, what is Rakuten? Tell everyone. I use. I have Rakuten. I'm looking at it right now in my browser, but explain. You're good at explaining what Rakuten is because you love it. It's the smartest way to save money when you shop. Duh. No. It's. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what it is, but I'm, you're not, I'm not really telling you what it is. That's what it does. It knows where you're shopping. It says, here's how to save money. It gives you cash back for all types of stores because Rakuten is the smartest way to save money when you shop because members get cash back at over 3,500 stores across every category, including fashion, beauty, electronics, home essentials, travel, dining, and more. Your favorite stores like Dyson, Samsung, or Nike pay Rakuten a commission for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the commission with its members. That's you. Cashback is direct is deposited directly into your PayPal account, or Rakuten can send you a check. The choice is yours. Lindsay likes the PayPal account. I'm sort of into a paper check. I like that idea. You can even maximize your savings by stacking cashback on top of other deals like store sales and coupons. So shop for everything from fashion to beauty, home decor to groceries, even kids' school supplies. You're already shopping at your favorite stores, so why not save while you're doing it? It's a no-brainer, and membership is free and easy to sign up. Get the Rakuten app now and join the 17 million members who are already saving. Cashback rates change daily. See Rakuten com for details. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Your cash back really adds up. Do we want to talk about Cole Sprouse and Lily Reinhardt? Lily Reinhardt? I think we kind of... I don't know of, that I want to. Well, do we have to? It's interesting. Do you care? Do you care now? I I care. I just like... So just let me see if I, if I have this right. Lily Reinhardt, Cole Sprouse, like teen dream... If you are a teen, you love these two so much. But also so like much. promotion juggernaut for the show Riverdale yes. and the CW. They are the, like you thought it was KJ Appa. No, it is them. They are the people who are getting people to watch this show. Literally, yes. Um, that's Their true. relationship, their, they, their, the, the, this show is resting on the shoulders of their relationship. True. So um, someone released a story saying that Lily Reinhardt and Cole Sprouse had broken up. And the and response not just someone. This, sorry, I'm just gonna not just like someone. People? people like the interesting thing about this too is that so people reported that sources said they broke up, and you know people they don't fuck around with sources. We trust people. They get PR people. They get the direct information, right? Mm-hmm. For the most part, that's what I thought. That's what we think about people. It's like, oh no, they said they got an undisclosed source about how they were broken up. So, but people still said it. I'm just saying, like, it feels like, like, just like people doesn't post wackadoo rumors. Mm-hmm. They post real shit. Okay, so go ahead. They post wackadoo stories, but not necessarily, like, they're not out here being, like, This is a big enough couple. In touches cover. Yeah. Saying, people like, doesn't want their shit Jennifer to be. Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt are back together again. Like, that's not what people does. Also, people doesn't want to be told they're wrong. Like, they don't, they want to be right. 
They'd rather be no. right than first. They want to be in the good graces of every celebrity also. Yes. They'd rather be right than first. And they want their celebrities yes. to like them. Yes. 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 So then after this happened, Lily Reinhardt and Cole Sprouse started going off on social media, like saying, no, we absolutely are not broken up. And then they were writing things like unprecedented Cole Sprouse and Lily Reinhardt consumed the flesh of reliable sources to fuel their Bacchanalian sex cult. Okay. So, right. They're just saying, you guys are wrong. We're going to do this dramatically. this magazine that they were on together, they were in together and like posed together, came out right after they announced this breakup. And in the magazine, they asked to be interviewed separately. Okay. And like, their reasons were not unreasonable. Like, they're, we are our own person. We're da da da. But you are posing in the magazine together. So, like, Mm-hmm. That's what Sexy I don't understand. Like together. I don't, I don't object to if you interview Lily Reinhardt, if you interview Cole Sprouse separately, and they're on their in their own magazines or their own interviews, and they say, "I really would rather not answer like all my questions about my girlfriend or boyfriend." Like, sure, yes, a hundred percent, you get that right, especially like Lily Reinhardt, you know, especially the woman in the relationship. Mm-hmm. But you're in this magazine together. You're post. You're posing on the cover together. Right. So then you tell the reporter, we want to do separate. This is W Magazine. We want to do separate interviews. Right. So then people were saying, mm-hmm. oh, well, that's because they were going to split up. And that doesn't seem that unreasonable mm-hmm. to me because I kind of feel like it, their reasoning behind why and do separate interviews, which they say, uh, she says, we're not fighting with the idea that people group us together, but we are paired up a lot. Well, you star in the same show and you're fucking, so sorry. We're acknowledging mm-hmm. that we're in a relationship, but it's a small part of who we are as people. We want our own separate identities. Okay, cool, right? Then don't pose on the magazine cover together, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay, so that, that, was just, true. that was just like my point in response to their kind of like, meh, meh, meh. But then they posted Instagrams that were denying that they were breaking up. So something a miss. So I would I, say, I will say miscommunication. Miscommunication, yeah. But I will say it's also funny that like our relationship is such a small part of who we are, and yet the moment you get something wrong, we're gonna go on a fucking rampage and say, "How dare you say we're broken up?" Right. You know, like right. their response to this does not really equal the way that they have tried to rationalize it. You know. Right. Um. I was reading my favorite thing to do. I mean, always is to read the oh no they didn't comments like just to see what. Because there are so mm-hmm. many like Riverdale heads out there. I was like wondering. And this one caught me. This is um, by the user Wax and Strings. To be honest, there to be honest, there's silence since the rumors started. And then the, the way they finally said something had me thinking they planted slash planned the breakup rumors earlier so that this would have more of an impact or splash. But if that were the case, it feels that they failed because nobody cares. <laughs> it's funny. So right, this is interesting. I it. They wait. They the the they said they broke up. Then they waited until the this magazine came out, and then they were like, "How dare you?" You know, <laughs> <sighs> this couple. It seems a little dark, gotta say, but not just it like does. Riverdale dark, like a little dark, dark. Anyways, mm-hmm. a couple more things before we get into Rita. Oh, One of them. This is amazing. Constance Wu is the gift that keeps on giving. She I is. love Constance Wu. We needed a diva. And I feel like this, yes, there's like unavoidable sexism in all of these labels that are being thrown on Constance mm. Wu. But as a uh, consumer of popular culture, we have not had a diva narrative in a long time. And it's nice to have a new one. 
Oh, right? yeah. No, well, like, it's funny because I feel like I don't want us to ever come off negative when we're talking about Constance Wu at this point, maybe in the beginning yeah. when she was doing those weird tweets. But now I'm loving yeah. this. I love like page six and page six and who weekly have to like team up to give her money now for this. Like we're like, (laughs) we're like, we need to both start putting money into like a little piggy bank so that Constance Wu can smash it when she's ready. I'm just sort of like, Oh, Constance Wu is being like demanding on set. I love it. Yeah. I'm just like, that's what I want for my, also that's what I want for my A-list celebrities. Like I don't want everyone to be like Amy, like Amy Adams. I love that she's nice to everyone, but like I, I want a little bit of both, you know? Yes. I want Amy Adams being nice to everyone, and yes. I want Constance Wu screaming at everyone and saying, you will put me above Jennifer Lopez on the it's poster for Hustlers. the such petty, small, no one gives a fuck thing. I love it. It's mm-hmm. So Page Six reported- Oh, actors care so much about billing. And I know. And people don't care about it at all. Well, it's also funny because it's billing in a movie that ha- actually has a lot of quite famous people in it. So it's, it's one <laughs> yeah. of those things where it's like, the billing with Constance Wu at the top of the billing for this movie, it does seem weird. Constance Wu saying, put me above Jennifer Lopez <gasps> is crazy. Like, imagine being in a movie with Jennifer Lopez and saying, put me above her. I don't care if she's, I don't care if Jennifer Lopez is in is in Hustlers for 30 seconds. Imagine being Jennifer a movie Lopez about strippers billing. and thinking that you are above Jennifer Lopez for people who want to go see a movie about strippers. Like, get the fuck out of here. But also, stay right in your place because I love this behavior. Okay. This is from page six. Um, Diva. And we. this is like just, they're just, they have a Constance Wu informant <laughs> and they're just like sending her the checks, like waiting for the information to come in. Just kidding. I don't know if they do payola, but they should. Um <sighs> While Hustlers premieres in September, can't wait. Select publications have been walloped with a warning from the studio. This is like publications, media, getting emails from the studio, correcting them, saying that Wu must be named first in the press as the film's biggest star. A source said Lopez and her production partners signed off on Wu's top billing quote a long time ago, adding, Constance is in the unique position of being part of projects that are breaking through Asian American representation in Hollywood. That is not an answer to that question. (laughs) No, that is a different answer to a different question. I love it. This is also killing me because you know how I said like they have an informant, they have that, but this is literally an email that they were sending directly to the media. This isn't even underground. This is direct. I love that Jennifer Lopez is just like she wants top billing. Fine, that's okay with me because Jennifer Lopez knows that organically she will be the biggest known person in it. She's like, of course, right? Okay, she says, then it says, then, this is where the informant comes in. On the New York City set of Hustlers this spring, Wu made enemies anew with her diva demands. One on-set source, a PA, I bet, told Page Six that Wu, quote, was a pain in the fucking ass. She just won't agree to do anything. It's like a cliche. She's very talented, but all signs are pointing to a difficult diva. God, they use the word diva. Another insider (laughs) added, she's a total piece of work. She thinks it's okay to treat people badly and say out loud whatever comes to her to make a sticky situation stinky. Wu even let her bunny poop all over the Chelsea penthouse rented for her. Why did she have her bunny with her at a Chelsea penthouse during shooting? Celebrities love their their animals. They got to have them with them. That is amazing. It's incredible. We need this behavior. But it's like, remember whenever whenever Catherine Heigl behaved like a diva yes. and everyone dumped on her and her career was ruined forever? It's like, I feel like we learned from that. I know. We like, need to be positive. We, I miss that. We need to be pro. 
you need it takes all kinds to create this like beautiful tapestry of Hollywood of of Hollywood, right? Like you need the nice people, you need the divas, yes. right? Who was the older actress who got kicked off a Broadway play recently? Faye Dunaway. Oh my god, for being <laughs> diva. a diva. Classic diva. She was like, Classic what was she diva. doing? She was just like being a we bitch. We love it. Yeah. <laughs> we love it. Oh my god. And then It's great. Then Us Weekly, who is on the scale of mean to nice, they're slightly nicer than Page Six, but not nicer than people. They have a headline <laughs> that says, Const- exclusive, Constant Wu refutes a report claiming she was a diva who demanded top billing for hustlers. I mean, people have these emails. I feel like they could just share them with Quote, Constance has no knowledge or awareness of acts on her behalf of hustlers to have reporting mirror that of the film's ca- Excuse me, what? Is that a quote? Am I reading English? She's she's just saying that that story about Jennifer Lopez signing off on Constance Wu getting top billing is untrue because Constance Wu apparently never signed anything or like that. Or she doesn't like, know mm, people are... She doesn't know that people signed her for, to do that. Whatever. Representatives associated with her and the films did engage media outlets to correct misrepresentations of the film's characters and castings in the spirit of collab calibrating credits to accurately reflect the guidelines set forth in standard legal contracts. So complicated. Oh my God. Just call her a diva and get it over with. I love it. Just say yes. We confirm Constance Wu is a diva. Moving on. <laughs> Quote, while Constance's character in Hustlers is the key protagonist, any reporting that implies or indicates that she demanded or directed this recently reported initiative is patently untrue and a clear manipulation of acts, the rep clarifies. She has always been and remains a proud supporter of all her fellow castmates' inclusion in the celebration of film and the telling of the story. But what about the rabbit? <laughs> What about the rabbits? Did the rabbits poop Constance, all over? You didn't answer the question about the Constance. It's a yes or no question, Constance. It's a yes or no question. Did you let your rabbit shit in the in the pen? Constance, God, it's a yes w- or no. Question. That is the worst fucking response from a PR person ever. I just think it's just like we look at so many divas, like Faye Dunaway, like gay icon divas, Patty Lapone, right? Yeah, iconic diva. Yeah. Like we'll just yell at people in the middle of a performance or Aretha like Franklin. just. Complain about everything. Aretha Franklin, we love it. Why not let us love Constance Wu being a diva? She fills a void. Jennifer Lopez, famously nice, famously accommodating. I think this is all. I think we do. I think Page Six does. I think we do. I think. Yeah, we love it. Yeah. We want more, though. And if Hustlers is a hit, and I presume it will be, we love you, Loreen. Um, (laughs) Fucking love you, Loreen. Oh, my God. It'll do wonders for her diva career. Constance Good. will just the diva will go to the diva will go in, into the into the solar system. I mean, she's fine in Crazy Rich Asians. I don't know. She's fine. That's getting that's getting sequels. That's getting a sequel. At that's least getting sequels. One, but again, two. but again, she ended up being not the, the breakout. Next, the ne- like uh, Gemma Chan is going to be the star of the next one, and Gemma Chan was the one everyone was kind of buzzing right. about. Well, at the she end was of Crazy not Rich Asians. Constance was not the breakout once again, and then mm-hmm. she had the thing with the TV Henry show. Golding, not, breakout. Wow. Aquafina breakout. Yeah, Henry Golding not quite breakout though. Aquafina not quite. breakout. He's something. He's something. He's something. He's, something. he's hot. Everyone was like, "Oh, he's hot." Okay, let's move on. I think this next story is what you really want to talk about. I mean, this is sad, but it's also hilarious. It's um, it, we can acknowledge that it's sad, but we can let's focus on the funny parts. So Joe Jonas, the Jonas Brothers, were in New York filming a new music video. Um, 
for their follow-up to the rapturously received Sucker. It really was, um, though. You're you're joking, but it really was. I know, I know. Everyone loved Sucker. It's just, like, crazy how much people love that song. They're like, we missed the Jonas Brothers. I'm like, who missed the Jonas? I, I just I don't know. know. Like, certain things, certain things, I'm just like, you were, you were, you missed them? I just I feel like everyone's being conned. I don't understand it. Like, people I respect are like, they're back. I was like, what? Like, you missed. <laughs> when were you a fan? You're saying you personally, like, missed when everybody was a fan of the Jonas Brothers. Like, you were like, wh- like where were you? Yeah. What were you doing? <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so they're filming their new video in New York City. They had their dogs with them, Sophie and Joe. They have two dogs. The dogs' names are Waldo and Porky. Whatever. Waldo gets free of its leash. Oh, I think it was no. in the in the uh, it was being kept by one of their uh, assistants or something. So it gets free of the leash, runs into traffic, gets run over by a car. Oh my god! Really sad. New York City. TMZ Ooh. sends out TMZ sends out a um, an alert immediately. Sophie and Joe are inconsolable. And I just think the way that this has all been handled is, in typical fashion, really, really funny because people are trying to report this. It's doing the the typical Cory Monty thing, like so-and-so does this amid this. It just happens to be about dogs, so it seems extra absurd. You get headlines like this. Sophie Turner cradles dog Porky in her arms during walk with Joe Jonas after dog Waldo's death. How am I supposed to keep all these straight? Sophie Turner, picture exclusive. Star holds back tears as she cradles her surviving dog, Porky, on a video shoot with her husband, Joe Jonas, dot, 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 days after her beloved pet Waldo was killed by a car. Oh, (sighs) terrible. Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas are keeping their dog Porky Basquiat close following the death of their dog Waldo Picasso. You're supposed to, you're presenting this as like sad news and I'm supposed to overlook the fact that they gave these dogs middle names Basquiat and Picasso? Get out of here. This is fucked up. This is really funny. It really does suck that they came to New York for like a thing and like the dogs Two just, like, seconds ran of the dog. right It's really traffic. sad. That's really fucking sad. It's really sad, but it's also funny. It, it I feel follows like New York dogs of... who live here don't really run into traffic as much no, as you would no, think. No, no, no. These were unused to it. Yeah. But it's it's funny. This follows, they follow all of the, um, uh, the beats of normal reporting. Like if this was about like a human death, it would still follow these beats because where it's like, oh, we have to go into the archives and find previous statements they made about these, in most cases, humans. But in this case, (laughs) what other times have Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner talked about their dogs? And so this story about the dead dog ends with opening up about his two pups. Jonas previously revealed to people that Waldo and his little brother lived a charmed lifestyle. Quote, they live a pretty fabulous life, Jonas told people while posing with his beloved pooches in in the sexiest man alive issue. It's just so absurd, and I really like it. It's good. As so, I mean, it's even sad. It's like, R.I.P. Waldo, sad. like, sorry. A dead pet, please. Like, that makes me really, really sad. That's very um, sad. That's Notice they don't even watching. they don't even mention the dog's breeds. Like, wh- Maybe they're mice. I think they're missing a lot of stuff. I also found this related. Can I just read you this related headline? Not yes. about thems, not whose, but like just equally deranged in its, con- in its uh, composition. Construction. This is from Just Jared. Jennifer Aniston and Justin Theroux's seemingly reunite. God, I'm doing it again. Jennifer Aniston and Justin Theroux seemingly reunite as dog Dolly passes away. Here's the thing. What is this? The end of Marley and Me? Are they like at the euthanasia center? Well, here's my thing with never. You are never supposed to say passes away. No. That's one of the rules you learn when you write in journalism, especially for blogs. You say died. You do not say passes away is not for headlines you do not no. say passes away that is not clear 
Wow, little little mini J school for I'm you all saying, today. I'm just saying. Also, the other thing about this is Jennifer Aniston and Justin Theroux seemingly reunite. Like, were they together? Were they? Re- what were they reuniting for? Seemingly, seemingly is another word that I'm obsessed with that people use. <laughs> seemingly reunite as dog Dolly passes away, like at the same time. This headline is just like. Were it- they grabbing a coffee and then the dog died, <laughs> or did they go to the shelter to get the dog put down? For that purpose, like also, right, did they do did this they? together? Did they seem to, or were they not? Like I'm. So- was she just across the street with her best friend Courtney Cox as the dog passed away on the other yeah, side of the, the street dogs, with Justin Theroux? Did the dog pass away? Like, did the did the dog's soul come out of its body as they were? <laughs> also, more important question that we have not addressed because I don't know their life. Is Dolly even their dog? Unclear. <laughs> <laughs> Or is Dog Dolly like an Instagram dog? And it's, this is one of those like Justin, Jennifer Aniston and Justin Theroux seemingly reunite. Dot, That's dot, part dot, one dot. of the sentence, right? Dot, dot, dot. As Instagram famous Dog Dolly passes away. We like on the other side of the world. We do not know who Dolly is. We just know she is a dog. Right. Like, is that their right. dog? A lot of questions. A lot of questions. Not only are there questions, the questions are in the headline. Seemingly. <laughs> like, it's just it's just a wild headline. Like, mm. just Jared, like, get it together is all I'm saying. It's time for Rita. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? Today's biggest Rita Ora news is about her mom, Vera Ora. I love um, Vera. Vera Ora had, which I forgot about, because she talked about this recently. I think we put it in a What's Rita Ora Up To. Uh, Vera Ora had breast cancer pretty young, in her 30s. Mm-hmm. And it was very scary. Rita was around. Rita was a child. Um, it's sort of like, uh, I think it did a lot with her conception of like mortality and stuff it did a lot to like make her very scared about wait is that what you're are you just making that up or you no because she did an interview where she like that's a big thing in therapy she worries about breast cancer a lot she worries about cancer i thought you were doing some like read a fanfic like just no 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 no, no, no. that's something she said but i had forgotten that she recently opened up about this and so um i guess she had a double mastectomy i think that's what this means because she's like did a photo shoot wearing bikinis to show like as a breast cancer survivor with a double mastectomy, like I can wear a bikini and feel confident. It doesn't say double, but it a says she this, got a mastectomy. Nice. It doesn't say double. It just says okay. when she was 39 and consequently underwent and she a mastectomy. She has scars. Yep. And she has, she has scars from the surgery. Um, she's a survivor and she's doing the confidence thing, which is always very nice. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And we like Vera Ora. Mm-hmm. She's good. I mean, Rita Ora also, you know, she's... <laughs> Like her mom, she flashed her bombastic bust and is completely see-through, soaking wet swimsuit. Right, so in a way, Rita Ora is also bringing awareness to breast cancer because I'm always looking <laughs> yes. at her breasts. Always. Constantly. Yes. I'm always looking at her breasts. And that is, that might be intentional. That might be intentional. <laughs> that's her, is that you think that's her message? Who needs a pink ribbon? Just flaunt. Just flaunt your bombastic bust and completely see-through, soaking wet swimsuit for the sake of breast cancer awareness. Sure. It works. It works as well as anything else. What? Yeah. (laughs) Hope you're all having a great summer holiday so far is the caption. She's like getting up out of the sea, climbing onto the steps of a boat. Same. 
as her as her bombastic bust is completely in a completely see-through soaking wet swimsuit is visible. And who took the photo? Ronan Park. I'm starting to think that they're dating. No, they're not. That's my Don't. that's my suspicion. He's I'm putting just, it on the he's record. Just, he's I'm putting a it on the record. I'm putting it on the record. Don't do that I'm to Rita. To Rita doesn't deserve that. If it, you cannot beat the Daily Mail to think Rita Ora is dating someone, like that's way too assumption. That's way too. That's my new game show. Beat the Daily Mail. Like if you're beat if, Shazam. If you're assuming before the Daily Mail, you, you're assuming too soon because they're always the first to assume. <laughs> you know because they're rude. Well, now I'm the first to assume. Yeah. Well, I just think you're wrong. Okay. Well, uh, watch this space. <laughs> uh, watch we're done. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Uh, thank you for supporting us on patreon.com slash weekly. Thank you for writing reviews on Apple Podcasts. We love reading them, especially ones about the apocalypse. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And uh, call us at 619-WHO-THEM to leave questions, comments, concerns for our Friday episode. We will get back to normal in no time. And uh, we'll see you on Friday. Bye, everyone. Bye. You will Yeah. Be saying it.